Welcome back to the, I was going to say the Students Discuss podcast then, um, to Tea with Mackie and Abdul. Um, <laughs> I like how you always pause with the and Abdul. And Abdul. Yeah. It's like, I'm not really tea, tea with Mackie is the brand name and Abdul's <laughs> like the collaboration. <laughs> um, today we're going to sort of just digest the Russia-Ukraine uh, crisis, ongoing crisis that's happening. And see if we can, you know, inform you guys a bit more, give you a bit of a backstory, that sort of thing. And what I'll do is I'll sort of give a bit of a bit of an intro. You know, I've done a bit of research, so I want to sort of share my knowledge, and then we'll sort of pass it on to Abdul and see what his brilliant brain can produce. Um, but in terms of history, so where this sort of all began, it started in nineteen twenty-two with the creation of the Soviet Union. Soviet Union was a union of 15 Republican states. Essentially, that collapsed. Um, fast forward a massive amount, that collapsed in 1991. And that's where the sort of um, crisis between Russia and Ukraine sort of surfaced, right? So in 1991, the Soviet Union collapsed. And in August of that year, Ukraine sort of declared independence and aimed basically to gain closer ties with the West, um, and sort of pursue democracy right and you know I'm not I'm not going to go into massive depth um, it's not a history lesson but if you fast forward a lot um, there's two key moments that have happened since 1991 and p- pretty much 2022 so 2005 and 2014 are key moments in history with these two um, right. where there were just mass amounts of protests against the Russian supremacy um, and you know Ukraine essentially wanting to join the EU and NATO, which is basically where this is all sort of stemmed because Putin doesn't want Ukraine joining NATO or the EU, right? Um, with regards to NATO, so that was, uh, I believe it's thirty countries, and it's basically like the Avengers um, of Earth, basically. <laughs> and not, if, if you it think really of, isn't. if you think of each country as an Avenger, that's what NATO basically is. No, it right? isn't. It is. It's, it's a, collect- it's a collection complete- of countries. No, no, no. You've got completely the wrong idea basic what NATO is. Collective defense, right? It makes up. NATO makes up 57% of global military spending. Yeah. So you tell me which part I've got wrong. NATO. Of that 57%, how much is America? Well, I imagine quite a lot of it, given how much most America spend on military. Yeah. Most of it. It's most of it. Yeah, NATO is so NATO started because of World War Two, when the entire Soviet army was all over Europe and could have literally taken it over if they wanted to, but they didn't. Yeah, and so then, NATO was basically started against Russia. So NATO at its core is anti-Russia. That's yeah. literally the whole reason it exists. Um, then. So originally it was like none of the Eastern European or the Baltic states were in NATO. And what NATO decided to do, or should I say the US decided to do, was invite all these Eastern European countries that were formerly Soviet countries and countries in the Baltic states into NATO. So if Russia decided they wanted to make the Soviet Union again, it would be an auto declaration of war on the US, if that makes sense. Yeah. But 
you create, I can't, I don't know the specifics. This is where I thought you might have done research, but you haven't. Is wow. why Ukraine hasn't joined NATO yet. <laughs> the reason, um, yeah, the reason Ukraine didn't join NATO was um, there were plans for NATO, um, for a NATO membership for the Ukraine in sort of the 2010 sort of era, if you like. But Ukraine had a president, Viktor Yanukovych, who was very pro-Russia. And right. this is why, like, that in 2014... Um, he was overthrown, wasn't he? Yeah, so the reason why 2014 was such a key moment is because Viktor rejected an association agreement with the EU. So essentially, Ukraine was sort of had plans to join the EU, had plans to join NATO... Um, but the Ukrainian no, president you're at getting the time, it wrong. You're getting it wrong again. How am I getting it wrong? EU, EU and NATO is not the same thing. They no, I'm not saying the they're EU. the same thing. I'm not saying they're the same thing. You but said they had plans there was to no, join the EU and they had plans not NATO, to, be a NATO, to be a NATO member. They didn't. It was purely EU. No, 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 no. There were, there were plans yes. to join NATO that backfired around 2010. The 2014 right. one was the EU... Yeah, that's but the what main I'm one because that's when Russia yeah, first no, that's, invaded. That's the main one, and that's where everything's all right. tits up. But they they had plans to join both, but because of that current that that um, Ukrainian president who was more sort of you know on the side of Russia, he sort of rejected that association in 2014 to join the EU in favor of Russian ties. Obviously, that didn't go down too well, and he was sort of axed from the office. Um, but that's that is what happened. Yeah. So. In 2014, there was a new leader, shall we say, I'm not sure if it's a prime minister, I think it's a prime minister, of um, Ukraine, who was very pro-EU. Putin saw this as a direct threat to Russia because one of its closest neighbouring countries was now joining the EU and in future that would lead to eventually joining NATO. Yeah. For So he saw this as a threat and immediately invaded parts of Ukraine including and annexed Crimea completely Crimea is like this have you heard of the Crimean War yeah, yeah, Florence so Nightingale no I've not heard of that but I know it's, it's like you a know Florence within. Nightingale is. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah there was a war there many hundreds of years ago which Britain won and shoved Russia back to where they came from <laughs> but um, yeah so yeah, Crimea. so essentially Russia sort of responded by taking back annexing Crimea Crimean Peninsula. Yeah. Not even yeah. taking it back, annexing it for the first time. Okay. Ukraine then have Ukraine and Russia have been stuck in like a sort of war since then. But it was kind of like it was like the have you heard of the phony war in World War 2? No. So, in 1939 that was when World War 2 officially started. The reason you don't hear any stories from 1939 till 1940 is because no one attacked each other for two years. If that makes oh, sense. Oh, so it's, it's so that's what 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 you mean by the phony war? Yeah, that's what I mean by the phony war, where it was just there were just two sides stuck in like over Ukraine's borders. No one really made any progress. Fast forward to 2022. Um, it actually 2021, I'd say. It was, I'd say it was the US that first just went, right, we think Russia's going to invade Ukraine in once the winter starts. Wait, why have you fast-forwarded to 2021? 
Because 2014 to 2021, nothing was happening. It was just stuck. St- there was still Boom. like bits happening. So like, obviously no, Russia annexed no, no. the Crimean Peninsula. Crimea. Yeah. Yeah, and then within that sort of time frame, um, a lot of sort of war sort of broke out, and you had, um, essentially, you had sort of how how do you say this? There were two separatist regions. Yeah, Donetsk People's Republic and Donetsk People's Republic, which what they call rebels, right? Rebels basically stole those regions, and yeah, they were no, they, so they, they were rebels, East, East, Eastern Ukraine, right? And no, no, they were rebels in the sense of like Russian soldiers pretending to be rebels. But yeah, that so, there, so there, there was an allegation that obviously Russia had something to do with it. They were part yeah. of East Ukraine. I'm guessing they border directly border Russia. I'm not actually sure about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, those um, regions border Russia. Yeah, so so they they were sort of overthrown, if you like, and essentially what happened was, um, for for a few months, those two separate regions eventually had like a vote to declare independence and essentially make a bid to become part of Russia. And obviously, Russia sort of denies that the allegation, saying that you know those sort of rebels are volunteers; they're not sort of Russian. Um, soldiers, sort of like you, like you mentioned, um, but those 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 are two separate regions that were also taken in in twenty fourteen as well. Um, after after that all sort of happened, um, and then essentially what happened in August twenty fourteen was there was a peace agreement made in Minsk. What it basically said was um, there'll be a ceasefire, there'll be pullback of all foreign fighters. Um, we'll have an exchange of prisoners and hostages, and we'll have amnesty for rebels. That deal very quickly collapsed, um, and then fighting just like resumed pretty much instantly, and it led to another defeat of Ukrainian forces. Um, what happened after that in 2015? There was another agreement uh, made in Minsk again, but this time they had France and Germany um, part of the agreement sort of backing up the agreement if you like but what it did was it gave those rebels um, political control of the separatist regions um, which was obviously a a big part of that so that that happened in sort of 2015 and I guess now you can sort of push forward to 2021 so Joe Biden randomly releases a statement saying Russia's planning to invade Ukraine at the end of January out of, uh, I mean, I guess US intelligence knew, but it was kind of out of nowhere to the public world. This and year, everyone kind of laughed. Twenty No, November 2021. Oh, November 21, okay. Everyone kind of laughed at him-ish. And then other secret service agencies went, yeah, actually, no, he's right, they are planning on it. And the media carried on laughing at him. At basically, world leaders who were saying, no, this is definitely true. Come... January, people were still mocking them, and Ukraine were like, "Oh, why are you scaremongering everyone?" The U.S. and NATO maintained Russia is definitely planning to invade, and still it was kind of like Ukrainian government was like, "Oh, you're just still fearmongering," and the media as well were ve- well, so not all media outlets, but so like official media outlets were like, "Yeah, this is what's happening," but like if you go on Twitter or something. They were all just still mocking world leaders, saying it's not true. And guess what? They invaded. So I guess intelligence was right all along, wasn't it? Um, 
And here we are. So, so they invaded like four days ago, 24th, I believe. Yeah. Um, when Russia launched this invasion into Ukraine. That's essentially when all shit hit the fan, if you like. Yeah. Um, and Putin made a threat um, that any country that gets in Russia's way will receive like backlash that they've never experienced in their history, which I assume means like a cyber threat. Like I don't. No, know. it means a nuclear threat. See, you think that, but then a nuclear threat would just end end the whole of humanity, surely. Like. In Putin's eyes, he doesn't give a shit. That's what I mean. He's not acting rationally. Yeah. It makes no sense invading Ukraine. Like, what is that? Why does he want Ukraine? Why does he want <clears throat> to make the Soviet Union again? There's no reason to do it. Well, he doesn't want Ukraine joining NATO. He, he wants them to sort of... Ukraine's a separate country. It, doesn't, it shouldn't matter what they do. I don't know why. But he, he's not, he wants, I mean, he's he not acting them, rationally. He wants them like, not demilitarized. Rationally. What, how can you ask them. another country to be demilitarized? Well, uh, the the sort of and I and I think this is this is an ongoing thing where Russia's willing to speak to Ukraine in terms of like right now, um, if they're happy to demilitarize. But then on the flip side of that, Russia will su- provide um, support military wise to Ukraine if if anything happens. No, that's basically saying surrender that's, to us. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which isn't going to happen. Well, yeah. There's no rational reason to invade Ukraine. Because I, I guess, like, from his point of view, he's he's sort of saying that um, left to their own devices, Ukraine is a threat to Russia. But then I'm guessing you're, you're basically saying that's an irrational standpoint. Yeah, it's another yeah. country. You've got no right to decide what another country does. Is it is it not just the case that Russia sort of wants Ukraine under their thumb? Yeah, that's doesn't, doesn't exactly like, what he yeah. wants. He wants to meddle in another country's affairs, which is a very US thing to do, actually. But here we are. Russia can do it too. He's just not very good at it. <laughs> but yeah, as I was saying, as many people have found out, when you invade another country where the population doesn't even want you there, you just get an insurgency that will be backed by foreign powers and you'll eventually have to withdraw anyway. Which is exactly what happened in Afghanistan in the 80s, which destabilised Afghanistan and is still destabilised to this day. It wasn't solely Russia. Many people have tried invading Afghanistan and all have eventually left. <laughs> eventually. But, um, yeah, so in the 80s, the same thing happened where the US and NATO backed the Mujahideen and provided them with weapons to fight against Russia Mm. and Russia eventually left and the same thing's going to happen in Ukraine there'll be like a rebellion group similar and they'll just get provided NATO have already said they would provide weapons yeah because I'm pretty sure that some country I don't is it France of like given given Ukraine like weaponry yeah, not everyone's um, been selling them weapons, but not very decent ones. But I, mean, I guess that sort of leads to like the next point in terms of like what what the world is sort of doing in terms of combating it. Um, and I Nothing. guess the main things are, but it's, it's sanctions, isn't it? So Everything like U- short of helping. That's <laughs> what it is. <laughs> Everything U- short UK of helping. Frozen like assets to banks, and then the US has done sort of similar stuff and like Russian billionaires. And like, it isn't like Abramovich 
very much tied into this now as well. You'll no, know he's given Chelsea, he's given Chelsea away to a certain group, which will now run the club. What's, what's happening but, with that? So he, so he's unofficially not running, or officially. He, officially, not running, he's not but running. Unofficially, it, but he is. Yeah, in the background. He and what does that mean financially then? I don't know. It's more in name to be anything. What what like what's the government gonna do? Make nationalise Chelsea Football Club? Yeah. Like what? Get people's taxes paying to buy bloody Mbappe next year. <laughs> fair, fair. But yeah, no. That's uh, not happening, is it? There's yeah. Uh, sanctions are basically the only thing that seem to be happening at the moment. Germany halted the certification of the Nord Stream 2 pipeline, yeah. which is a 750-mile pipeline. It connects Germany to Russia, and it delivers about $15 billion worth of gas per year. Um, yeah. I can't imagine it being halted for very long, though, without yeah, Germany facing now. backlash, surely. What do you mean? Why would Germany face backlash? <clears throat> from Russia. They already got backlash from Russia. <laughs> they can't get any more. Do you not think it the could escalate is, further, though? What? That they don't want to buy gas anymore? Well, Russia can't again... force someone to buy something. If, 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 if the UK and the US and Russia, and, not Russia, and France and Germany, you know, keep sort of restricting and, and sanctioning Russia... Do you not think Russia will Told eventually these sanctions crack? sanctions don't mean anything. Bro, so China, India and the Middle East all aren't doing shit. They're trading with Russia like it's every other day. And China and India... India's not... <laughs> India's buying... Buy load, buys loads of stuff from Russia. Most of the military that India has is Russian weaponry. And so what China's, you're saying is they don't need And China and Russia already have like a mutual understanding of not to interfere with each other, so they'll carry on trading as normal. China's so, another one of them dodgy countries. So what I'm saying is um, it really doesn't matter what any of them do. Do you think China could profit from this? No. Do you not? China is looking to see how what the West does so they can start invading Taiwan and Hong Kong. Taiwan as, as especially. In, as in so right now Taiwan's recognized as a separate country, but mm. China keeps maintaining Taiwan's part of China. So do it sort of undercover if you like. Well not undercover, but so, so that basically if there we'll we'll do this. Quietly. No, not even that. They'll see how if Russia actually seizes Ukraine and if the West actually stops it. Or if the, basically what I'm saying is if NATO doesn't intervene or the US doesn't intervene with a military force and China is certain that they won't, they'll take Taiwan. They'll be like, yeah, they're not mm. going to do it. They're not going to intervene here either. Does that make sense? Yeah. So China's just like, well, they're using Russia's guinea pig, essentially. To see what happens. Yeah. What, what the backlash is, that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But China's and Russia, China like exports so much stuff to the US. Like nearly all manufacturing for all the shit we have is done in China. Mm. So good luck sanctioning all that. Yeah, true, true. So what do you th- do? You think there'll be any sort of cyber attack from Russia yeah, onto the US? There or might onto be. The UK? It's very likely. But, yeah, but like, you're acting like <laughs> the US and the UK don't have cyber experts who can stop it. I guess that's true, but I don't know. 
it's one of them in it it's, it's it's the same as you know that russia got accused of um interfering in u.s elections right yeah and that apparently didn't get stopped so I that's because like facebook hard. was that's because facebook was really greedy for money and mm. so was twitter and so all of them they were all so greedy for money they didn't stop a problem they knew was a problem but I'm. I guess my question is: Is it is it as easy to stop a cyber war? What's, once, what, what, once, what's once Russia, a cyber war? Well, once Russia attacks, let's say they steal data or they expose or they leak something or another, like it's it's hard to undo that compared to like a physical war, if, if that makes sense, right? So if Russia was to leak some sort of like NHS data, like didn't did NHS yeah. get breached? Um, yeah. A, f- a few years ago and that was horrible oh, right? no. that was terrible you know who has cancer like Wait, what? think about if you're putrid and you stole everyone's medical records what are you going to do with that no but it's, it's, it's financial records it's everything isn't it what? you can't a, a, a government can't just steal money off regular people I mean it's Putin that you can't you can't. Not even. No, you can't. Yeah, are you questioning? Because think about it. Wait, wait. <laughs> no, no, it's not possible. So, because what's he gonna do? Like, put the money in his bank account? No, he doesn't need to. But you can leak it, can't you? Or he can get that a third party no to sense. leak. But it would it would be something that would be disruptive and chaotic for for what the like these sanctions are. That's just a minor inconvenience. I don't think a cyber warfare does anything, but I might be wrong. I don't know. I, I guess we'd have to see to find out. It's never happened before, yeah. really. It's a it's a kind of like a first time it would happen, and it? yeah. it's never been one. So we don't. But that's why I feel like about. when he when he made the threat of ah, uh, it was a nuclear n- threat. Nothing in your history. I don't think it is a nuclear threat. Though, it is a nuclear threat. He said it's a nuclear threat. Did he? Yeah. What did he say? Do you remember? He's put then his nuclear he's put his nuclear deterrence on high alert, which basically says I'm willing to use this thing. Yeah. I don't think he would. No, because then Cause would <laughs> everyone just, would be leveled. Everyone would. Every, if if he used especially Russia bomb, would be the U- U.S. would nuclear attack Russia. Yeah, and so would the U.K. and France. And then we'd all be fucked. <laughs> yeah, I mean Bolton might be all right. <laughs> I think he's got bigger can't, fish to fry. Can't get any more mutated than Bolton. <laughs> oh, good one. But um, uh-huh. I, I wanted to also touch on like the sort of hypocrisy of um, this crisis, and everyone's almost a bit. Oh yeah, deaf. I have a lot to say about this. Actually, this is yeah. what I thought we'd talk most about rather than the other yeah. things. I do want to talk about that. But do, you, do you want to sort of start us off on that? Uh, no, you do it. <laughs> I want to know I'd what rather you, you do first. it. I'd rather you do it. No, I don't no, know. No, you're, wait, you're waiting for me to do it, so I'll say something stupid and then you can correct me. <laughs> yeah, like exactly. I don't, I don't like that you're doing this. <laughs> All right. No. <laughs> you start. See, I wanted to get up a few stats. That I found. Go on, get a few stats up. <sighs> to be fair, I just play devil's advocate on whatever you say, which is what I want to do. Don't. Now. You just made me sound stupid. 
<laughs> I mean, you can't even when things are true, you still you say it with enough conviction that I question myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, I mean, I don't, I don't know what you're gonna sort of devil's advocate me on, but it's more right. what I wanted to mention was just like the sort of like the casual racism that's been going around, where yeah, people. Sort of that that it's it's the sort of phrasing people are using with like I don't know if you saw the interview um, with the man who was talking about um, these Ukrainians that are these blue eyed, blonde haired people oh, that yeah, we need to protect. That's exactly what I wanted to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> and like <laughs> just talking about Ukraine, like you know this civilized country. Yeah, it's not exactly. like Syria. It's not like Iraq or um, Afghanistan. Or or Afghanistan, um, it's a yeah. it's a civilized European country, uh, and and he even said that I, I don't I don't know who the guy is. It, it must be an American like journalist or something. But he even said in the interview like I have to be careful <laughs> with my words after saying that after after yeah. saying, speaking about oh you know it's a civilized European country. It's not like Syria um, with all the poor people and and the brown people and this and that. And it's essentially saying. <laughs> It's not white people. So they're yeah, like, oh, it exactly, doesn't matter yeah. if the brown people get exploded. No, exactly. And it, it's it's just so like... And the thing is, like, at that point... Because a lot of people are, are annoyed at how um, little people were standing up for, you know, Palestine. Mate, no one stood up for Palestine for the last seventy years. What's going to yeah. change now? And why? Why everyone sort of standing up for Ukraine? And I think I don't remember which team it was, football-wise. But let me see if I can find it. I'll, no, I'll explain on, why. On the no, no, I'll explain why. Before you move on to the football point, I'll explain why Go everyone's on. standing up for Ukraine because America invaded Afghanistan, Iraq, and Syria. And Russia has just, for the first time ever, really, set out of their zone and gone somewhere else. And, oh, no, now it's just all wrong if you do it. It's okay when we do it. Yeah. That's, it, that's it, the underlying reason. You know, Israel condemned Russia for invading Ukraine. Oh, wow. Which I, that I is rich. Like, yeah. That's, yeah, that's so rich of you. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly why. It's because Russia's doing it. That's why everyone cares. But I think I think it's also a point of, um, and I think this is more more less less about journalists and more about you know the general public. Um, I th- I think the reason everyone's so tone deaf about it is because basically it impacts us more, or at least from a general. Oh yeah, because all the prices are going up now, isn't it? <laughs> Not even that. It's, it's it's there's because Russia's said the things it said in terms of like if you get involved, you're gonna get shit done to you as well basically saying it to the uk and the us it has a direct impact on us which is why you see all the world war three memes right you weren't seeing world war three memes when israel was um bombing syria um, bombing palestine and when like, america was bombing back. afghanistan palestine exactly. can't fight back they can't fight back and so it has no direct impact on us so nobody gives a shit about it whereas with this People are like, oh shit! If this if this hits the fan, <laughs> we might be fucked as well, and that's why yeah. I feel like people are like, fakely in support of Ukraine, and like, they don't actually give a shit. But it's more, 
if this if this furthers and if this escalates, then what impact is this gonna have on us? And I think it's a it's a selfish thing. I don't think it's necessarily and and this is a general public standpoint. Obviously, the the media is just a completely whole different kettle of fish. Um, but that's my sort of thought on it. I think that's why everyone's sort of tone deaf when it when it comes to everyone everyone's silent when it comes to um Israel bombing Palestine and continuously bombing Palestine to this day bombing Palestine um and places like Syria continuously to this day being bombed um but when it when it happens to Ukraine people want to speak up out about it because it's shit then if this if this escalates then then what 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 is the impact on me well um, really the only way it'll escalate is if <laughs> NATO decides to intervene, which they're saying so far they won't. For that exact reason. Cause yeah, I suppose, yeah, I suppose. So okay, basically, I, I guess this, all, what's going to happen? On what? Uh, here's, here's how I see it, right? Who does what next? <laughs> e- energy prices, that's the main thing. May, every cost of living's going higher. Brexit's not going to help it. Loads of things, prices are going to go up, right? A war is the last thing anyone in Europe wants. Cause from a financial standpoint. Everyone's barely recovered from COVID, right? And a war's just going to be like, oh, no, no. Like, just ruin it. Yeah. Plus, there's the threat point. of nuclear weapons. But, um, yeah. and the other thing is, in Ukraine, this is, this is what I was saying about, okay, he will eventually take Ukraine, and the Russian forces will eventually take the capital. But then, what are you going to do? Annex Ukraine into Russia? No, no. I guess what what he he wants to do is sort of what I mentioned before, where. But that's not going to happen. They're not going to surrender. And, yeah. They're not going to do surrender. that. They're not going to do that. He's going well, to have to forcefully it's not, take it's not, it. It's, it is a forceful surrender, though, isn't it? It's surrender, yeah, then, or this will happen. Surrender or what will happen? What he's going to nuke well, um, Ukraine? They'll, they'll threaten Ukraine in it. Surrender or we'll do X, Y, and Z. What is he going to do more than? Well, kill I don't everyone? know. I'm not bloody Putin, am I? But you get. He what can't do. Point this is. is the thing. He can't do anything more than invade. <laughs> no, he can keep bombing them. Mate, weapons rug <laughs> bombing's expensive. <laughs> that's. I feel like that's not. A, Worthy enough point. America doesn't go bombing's expensive. Let's stop bombing. America's entire economy is built on weaponry. Russia's is built on selling gas and oil to everyone else. Do you understand? So okay, so if you wanna if you wanna see how the American economy works, the reason they spend so much on the military is because the military creates literally loads of jobs. So you have all the big um, they export a huge amount of weapons to other countries the, the american economy relies on war in the sense that more a lot of weapon manufacturing is done in america and those weapons are sold or used by their own military that's how america essentially came to the power it is really yeah by selling weapons during world yeah. war Two. that's essentially how they got there but point is russia is not the same russia's economy relied on exporting the gas to Germany or selling oil to India and if they're suddenly not able to sell gas to Europe that hurts them more than them bombing Ukraine yeah benefits them yeah exactly yeah, I guess that's so, the point like, then, that's what I mean yeah the, the, it costs them money to this was costing them a lot of money good point good point 
Um, just just with regards to this sort of football thing that I wanted to mention, and it, it was it was Premier League game, so I think I think it was over the weekend, um, right. or Thursday, Friday, whenever whenever the last Premier League games were. Um, but you you would have seen all these footballers with like Ukrainian flags, and all those sort of solidarity messages. <clears throat> but there was a Celtic, um, Celtic fans, I think it was that were fined. For supporting um, Palestinian flags, yeah. So there were Celtic fans that just had Palestinian flags um, in the stadium, and they were and Celtic themselves were fined for that. Um, probably because it's a political thing, but then I guess oh, this okay, doesn't count as a political thing I mean. because this is just how they want to sort of spin things. No, no, no. Um, Again, it goes back to oh, because it's Russia doing it, therefore it's not political. That's just being human. Uh. Yeah, no, but that's that's that? that's the point, and it? it's it's just it's a it's a backwards take, and it's it is just a racist take. Yeah. Um. And what what I liked the most was so I'm I'm not sure, but you might know this more than me, just because you you follow politics a bit more. But has the UK stopped visa applications from Ukrainians into the country? I feel like yeah. I read that well, somewhere. They haven't stopped it. They just. To be fair, the UK is kind of treating Ukrainian refugees like they do everyone else, which, I mean, fair play. Foreigners. <laughs> yeah, they're all foreigners to them. <laughs> but it's just it's just ironic because the Home Office tweeted, um, Today we're flying Ukraine's flag in support of the Ukrainian people, <laughs> including those here in the UK. And then at the same time, they're not letting asylum seekers from Ukraine But they've never let asylum seekers in. But like it's just it's a mixed message, isn't it? It's like oh, we support. No, them. but they always do that. Oh, we're solid. To be fair, at least they're being consistent. Yeah, let let clap for the NHS, but we're going to privatize it. <laughs> yeah, it, it is consistent with what they always consistently do. shit. <laughs> yeah, consistent. All the help short of actually helping. Yeah. No. Exactly. Um, but what I was what I wanted to say is, um, have you heard stories of like when people from like say african students or whatever in ukraine trying to get out into poland or whatever they're like oh when are they black people through in poland really like, they've always done yeah i mean that's yeah. typical I, th- I think i saw something about that so basically you know when there was a migrant crisis in 2015 and a load of syrians and stuff wanted to get into europe yeah poland all the eastern european countries completely closed their borders ukraine was probably one of them to be honest um, but look at them now because it's white people oh yeah all the refugees that want to come can come all the refugees that are blonde haired and blue eyed yeah blonde haired exactly you, you can got brown come. skin you got black skin maybe <laughs> Do uh, one. if you want to stay stay in Ukraine yeah yeah it, it just goes too short like people don't it's, it's just all fake like all this support that no, people have no it goes to show people, people are racist people. <laughs> yeah no no that's all it shows but that it's just it's it's fake support. You don't really care. You just care about the ones that look like you. Yeah, I mean they've never cared though. Like those Eastern European countries have never cared about anyone but white people. Let's be honest. Yeah, but not even not even just them. Like UK, US, the West. As as much. I as think you're is... you're missing the point of what I'm saying. Eastern European countries are genuinely proper racist places. Fair, fair, like not not like UK racist. I mean, this racist but, here as well, but well, but, uh, like this is like openly racist. Yeah, 
they're like they're racist and proud yeah exactly that's what I was yeah. gonna say. That, that's a good way to put it yeah I mean that that's pretty much everything I sort of wanted to mention on yeah the Russian Ukrainian crisis do you have anything you wanted to add uh, that we might no, not, not really I was just gonna say the media's not really covering the second part of what we talked about like, yeah the hypocrisy no of course not because yeah. they at the end they're of the, the day they wanna, yeah they they create the narrative um which is why this gets so much coverage but Palestine doesn't it's it's it's, it's an annoying um part of the world that we just have to sort of live with but there you are that's I mean that's pretty much everything um, and bills are going up that's what's annoying me the most and bills are going up oh my up. god it's awful mate electric yeah. bills going to be insane from April well I'm, I'm getting charged for student loan so I'm not oh, yeah. happy as it is. I got got nine pounds taken you, out of my account. <laughs> you messaged me like, I thought you only get paid after, what was it, 27k? Like, I'm like, like limit struck, mate. Oh, what is this, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I nah, swear they've not scrapped the limit. Know. Have they actually? Yeah, they put, they've not scrapped the limit, they've lowered They've, they've the changed, they've, like, I, was, I was on the Gov web, I don't know if it was the Gov website, but they've got like a plan one, plan two and plan three. Plan three mm. is like if your income's over twenty eight k, this is how much you pay. Yeah. Plan one and two are more like if your income is over, t- if your monthly income is over two grand, you pay back this much. So I, th- I don't even think it's I don't, I don't know how it works, but and for new students starting next year, they're um, gonna make it over forty years rather than thirty years. What do you mean? So like you know how yours is thirty years. Oh, so it gets scrapped after 30 years. Yeah, but theirs is going to be 40 years. Oh, that's fun, isn't it? I I don't know. I don't know. It's one of them. It's not massively affecting me right now, but I'm sure as the years go on, it'll get worse. I mean, it won't. It's only £9, but it's just... £9 now. Now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but if you're earning 50k or whatever, which, inshallah, you eventually do. I mean... Yeah, true. At that point, it probably won't make a massive dent but you know, you know still, still something to complain about yeah. got basically taxed but you better pay it because guess what I paid all of it dickhead I won't pay all of it let's be honest um, yeah at least half who of paid it all of it I've got no pity in all these people complaining about student loans <laughs> zero pity fair enough in fair fact enough. you should all be paying more why because <laughs> I had to suffer suffer <laughs> I suffered through uni Suffered, suffered. You but saw, those, you for those witnessed. I don't know. Um, Abdul didn't pay, did it? Didn't re- receive student loan, and somehow managed to pay everything, which is quite incredible. Um, yeah, yeah. Know. But are you gonna explain how by working two jobs on the side, losing Basically, every single Abdul, weekend? Abdul has what we call in this society. Um, rich parents so he went to private <laughs> school <laughs> you chat so much shit I don't have rich parents did you or did you oh. not go to private school <laughs> yeah on a scholarship yes, yes or no answer. on a yes scholarship or no. yes, or yes no. on did a you? scholarship yes okay well we're gonna leave it there then <laughs> <laughs> on a scholarship uh, this is what you call pay? twisting the narrative oh <laughs> uh. That's how twisting mu- the narrative. You should be a journalist. Much? Wow. Go pl- apply to the BBC. Pay? You're perfect. 
How much did your parents pay for that scholarship, eh? Nothing. I got it for free, you dickhead. That's what you think. <laughs> <laughs> Ask your father. How much was that scholarship really worth? <laughs> it was worth 11k, yeah. Yeah, there you go. There's your answer. Abdul's mm-hmm. parents paid 11k, yeah, for him to go. <laughs> go I mean, they didn't pay 11k, yeah. <laughs> or what, it was more? <laughs> Right, we're going to leave it there. Um, no, you're a dick. <laughs> we'll see you guys in the next one. No one's listening anyway. <laughs> we'll see no one in the next one. <laughs>